Welcome to All Aboard with TCT. I'm Jasmine, a tourism student. I'm Jusla, studying retail business. And we are your hosts. Today, for our very first episode of All Aboard with DCT, we have a very special guest with us. And if you are a student here or have ever been at DCT, you probably know him as the very nice guy with a very nice accent. He has over 25 years of experience in the hospitality sector, the director of business development, and a highly respected instructor at DCT. Jeff Strachan, welcome to the podcast, and thank you for being here with us today in the studio. Thank you very much, Jasmine. Nobody's ever said I have a very nice accent. Oh, It's very do. kind of you. First day that I met you, I was like, ooh, that accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind. And uh, we're super excited to have you here today. But before we get into the good stuff, let's have a quick fire this or that just to break the ice. Oh, okay. All right. Firstly, Dubai Mall or Mall of the Emirates? Mall of the Emirates. Home or outdoor workouts? Outdoor. Um, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Hiking or running? Running. Are you ready for the last one? <laughs> sure. Burj Khalifa or Burj Al Arab? Very easy, Burj Khalifa. I can Ooh. tell you why. Why? I tell you why. I, I was not fortunate enough to be in Dubai when the Burj Al Arab was under construction. Ooh, but I watched Burj Khalifa under construction. And it was fascinating. Yeah. And I remember that area when it was the defense roundabout. Wow. So it was it was the army stadium, wow. military stadium, mm -hmm. and all of that land, and it had a running track there, and uh, yeah. and of course that was all removed for for what we now know as downtown Dubai. So yeah. for me, I'm definitely Burj Khalifa. Yeah. You prefer sunrise and or sunset? I kind of don't agree. Come on, sunset all the way. <laughs> well, here's the difference, right? You need to be awake to see sunrise. That's true. So those of you who, who are never awake will prefer sunset, <laughs> the night right? Owls. There's yeah. a big difference. I rarely see sunset. So if you're a if you're if you're awake for sunrise, then that's true. You know, not you're not going to be a sunset guy. You need to have. That's a long day. I guess that mm. says a lot about me. There you go. Probably not awake early enough for the We're sunset. We're the night owls. Right. Shall, shall we don't talk about you being on time for class then? I'm always on time. Always well, then you could easily be a sunrise person. But to start us off, why don't we tell us about how you got started in your career? You know, like I mentioned, you have 25 years of experience. So why don't you tell us a bit more about that? You make 25 that? years sound like it's a really long time. It's, it's like, I feel like it went past in a, <laughs> you know, a really a rapid amount of time. But I, I guess 25 is quite a big number to use it. It is. It's more than my age. Oh, thank you so much. But like... <laughs> As they say, you know, the older you get, more experience, and that just means you're like... As they say, the older you get, the older you are. <laughs> But that's not a bad thing. Depends on how, how you look at it. How far back would you like me Age to go? Age is just a number. I mean, it depends yeah. on you, where you think you started off. Um, I guess I, I, look, I was really, I was really fortunate to, um, to realize quite quickly um, that my energy comes from being around people. And, you know, when I was, when I was young, I, I consider this to be very fortunate in that, um, I, I wanted to be able to contribute to the, to the family coffers, um, as early as possible. Um, so I, I took, you know, jobs when I was young, mm -hmm. um, like working in McDonald's and working in a sports shop and being a milkman, um, when I was wow. still a teenager, right? And mm -hmm. I, I consider that to be, really fortunate experience because it helped me to realize that um I get a lot of energy from from being around people um and serving people and and I guess that helped me to choose um the route that I took when I wanted to go to college and I actually studied um 
leisure and recreation management at an outdoor college. Um, and, and the idea was that I would, I guess, work in, you know, outdoor recreation and parks and resorts. But the downside of that was that, as you can probably tell, I was doing that in Scotland and it's raining and wet and cold. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and then I realized that there are warm, nice, lovely places with great sunrises. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so then I ended up, you know, working in in Spain and oh, wow. these nice places, um, and then I started to get a taste of you know everything else that that really wasn't Scotland. Um, so I, I guess I realised very early that I wanted to be in an industry that was all about people and and interacting with people, and that's how I get my my energy. I think um, when you when you realise though how you get your energy, it really helps you. Um, it helps you to identify why you would like to turn to something and why you wouldn't, you know. And I think when I had to make some big decisions, um, in you know, in my life, you realize that you know if you're if you're sitting alone in an office and you're you've got your face planted inside a laptop and you're not surrounded by people, then I was mm-hmm. not getting energy energy yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you want to get back to being surrounded by by people, which is why I love being here at the college, right? I mean, I'm surrounded by not only great friends and staff and faculty, but by by you, by students, and and by our colleagues at, at Dubai Tourism, and and it's just great energy to be surrounded by innovation and people mm-hmm. and enthusiasm, and you know, I, that, that's great. I mean, that that gives me energy. I I, I know I like to be around that. I agree because uh, personally for me, I, I feel the same energy when I am around people. I It's kind of like their energy comes off of me as well. Mm-hmm. So like if they're down, I'm down. If they're like high energy, I can ride with that. So I completely agree with you and on that. that look, that's right. why I think um, that that's the tourism and hospitality industry, mm-hmm. right? Retail industry, events industry, mm-hmm. culinary industry. You know, all of these areas that we, that we teach and work in within DCT, they all have one thing in common and it's is the reliance on people and people's energy mm-hmm. and you know when you when you think of the benefits of travel and why people want to travel the world some people are seeking you know solitude and peacefulness and they want to be on an island on their own mm-hmm. and some people are seeking like high energy cities where they want to be around people and they want to go to to clubs and malls and shopping areas and you know they really want to to thrive around a different culture or they, they want to go there and dance you know and I think that's the great thing about tourism and travel and hospitality is this one thing that connects all of us is mm-hmm. is people and this people. energy around yeah. people definitely so earlier on you touched upon you know working for DCT um and I know and some of the listeners might know as well um, if they know you, that you were a part of the startup of DCT. You were here from since day one. Mm-hmm. So why don't you kind of tell us like the journey of, of starting up with the ideation of Dubai College of Tourism? Um, look, I think what what was the the, the greatest attraction about you know the, the the Dubai College of Tourism is that it plays such an integral an important role in in the future of Dubai's tourism. Mm -hmm. And the realization that um, we were given a problem statement, um, which was essentially to to be able to immerse what we refer to as Dubaians. You're both Dubaians. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, you're, you know, growing up in Dubai. You're growing up in Dubai. You're schooled in Dubai. You both hold different passports, but you have this 
uniqueness that, that binds you together, which yeah. is what we refer in the college to Dubaians. Dubai, yeah. And the problem statement was, how do we bring more Dubaians in front of tourists and tell this amazing story of Dubai? Right. This, this story of opportunity that befell your parents. Why did they come here? Mm -hmm. And as a result of them coming here, you're here. Right. Mm -hmm. And we all have these, these stories of, of the opportunity that was provided to our friends or our parents or our colleagues. And the opportunity for Dubai College of Tourism to, to provide this conduit from school into work. Um, was, 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 was what was very appealing for, for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and you know, you, you, both of you are very, I think, fortunate to have played a very key part in the development of, of the college because without our students and their patience with us and living through that startup journey with us, which we're still going through, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we're treading a path that none of us have tread before. Um, I was very fortunate to go to an educational institution that was hundreds of years old, but we're not in that situation. We're, yeah. we're treading a new path and you're treading it with us, right? And, and that in itself is exciting because it's innovative. You know, we're testing things. You're testing things on us. We're testing things on you. But as a result of all of that, we're going to have a great story to tell. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, a hundred years from now, there will be people who are grateful to both of you and grateful to us. And we started an institution that will be an institution hundreds of years from now. And for me, that's really exciting. Definitely. I feel like, you know, DCT is just, this is just the beginning for us. There is definitely more greatness to come. Yeah, look, and you're right. I mean, I think, look, we will probably get some things wrong. You know, you, as you, as you do, it's just like growing, right? Yeah. It's like growing up, you'll make mistakes. You will, you will put the, one foot in front of the other in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these things will happen. But I think there's a really strong core here that wants to do things for the right reason. Mm -hmm. And and I think we all feel that, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. um, we all want to do the right things by the students. We all want to do the right things by the industry, the tourism industry, and the right things for, for Dubai tourism. Mm -hmm. And as long as we are doing things with the best intention in mind, then we will get those outcomes. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so Jasmine, let's backtrack a bit. Mm -hmm. And I just want to know a little bit more about your history, like when you started up with hospitality and tourism sector. So, yeah. I thought I got away with that, Jusla. So thanks for bringing us back <laughs> to that. You did. Um, yeah, so I, look, um, back, so I mentioned I was in university and, mm -hmm. I, and, I, and I was um, working overseas in, in the summer. And um, what happened, of course, was um, I, I wanted to, to get a full-time job because I was finishing university. Um, so I ended up working for a tour operator in the sales department. And I was based down in, uh, in Sutton near London. And then I ended up being uh, up north in the UK, in Manchester. And at that time, the tour operator would, would have liked me to relocate back to London. And I to be honest, didn't enjoy London much. Mm. So I preferred to stay up in Manchester. So I gave up that job and I was looking for a job. I was jobless. And I saw an advertisement for a job as a sales executive in a hotel. And knowing, of course, that I wanted to be around people, I thought working in a hotel would be great, you know. Yeah. So I applied for that job and I was fortunate enough to, to get that job. 
and it was working for a, a hotel called Romada Hotels at that time. And subsequently down the line, um, Romada Hotels was purchased by Marriott. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I ended up working for, for Marriott. Okay. And that's when I met a terrific bunch of, of mentors and people and, and inspirational people who I'm still friends with until now. Mm-hmm. And then with that journey with Marriott, I ended up working with them in, in Manchester. And then I, I came here to Dubai. Um, and I, I spent uh, nearly 16 years, um, all in all, working for Marriott Um working here in Dubai, working in Kuwait, then back here looking after all of the Middle East and Africa. And I I left them in 2013 Mm -hmm. and I was able to tick off one of my dream goals, which was to have my own business. So I had my own small bed and breakfast uh, hotel. I was a partner in a tour operator. So all of the kind of aspirational dreams that I had Mm -hmm. um, kind of came true. Uh, when I was able to to run and operate my my own business, Amazing. yeah. So that's a really short snapshot. I know you're probably going to push me for more, just but... <laughs> so you know, you talked about you worked for 16 years for Marriott. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. You started uh, in a kind of an entry level position and then worked your way up as the vice president of sales and marketing for Middle East and Africa. So that kind of must have been really like a proud moment for you. Yeah, that, look, that there's there was many proud moments in that journey, um, but there was lots of fortunate things as well. Mm-hmm. So I was very lucky to be in in in, in a company which um, was growing very quickly. Um, when I came to Dubai um, to 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 be the director of marketing at the JW Marriott, mm-hmm. um, it was the only Marriott hotel in in the UAE at that time, and there were only a few other Marriott hotels in in Middle East and Africa. You could probably count them on you know, less than your number of fingers that you have. Um, but obviously now it's the biggest hotel company in the world. So the company had a huge growth plan and I was very fortunate to be around when the company was was going through that growth plan, which helped to accelerate um, my career. And I guess it's just the case of taking the chances when they come along, mm-hmm. you know, um, and putting yourself in the position um, to, to be able to try and take those chances when they come. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that's what happened. Obviously, as the company wanted to expand, I wanted to expand and I, and I took those opportunities when they came along. That's amazing. Cause now looking at it, you know, from your experience to, to Marriott and then now at D, even at DCT, one word that will really pop into my head is leader. That's kind. <laughs> you know, being a leader yourself in this industry, what do you think is the hardest part of b- being a leader? Um, look, I, I mentioned earlier, I've, had, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have a, um, a lot of mentors. Mm-hmm. And one of them in particular, he, he made um, a lasting statement on me. And the statement is along these lines. It's about choice. Mm-hmm. So... He tried to explain to me the difference between motivation and discipline. And I may have mentioned this in class a few times, mm-hmm. but um, as a leader, um, you will be asked to, to, to walk and talk and demonstrate leadership. And that means that you have to have a lot of discipline because there will be more times when you are perhaps not motivated, but that's when you require discipline. And that means that you have to uh, walk into work every single day, irrelevant of what's going on in your world, mm-hmm. 
and demonstrate that positivity and leadership because you are um, providing a level of energy mm-hmm. and a level of direction and people are probably looking at you to set the tempo and the pace and the energy that everything else follows, right? And if you are purely reliant on motivation to do that, then the days when you are perhaps not quite up for it and you're not motivated, that's mm-hmm. the days when you need discipline. Yeah. You need to realize, oh, I'm tired today. I'm not quite up for it. So I need to act and I need to role model that I am up for it. Even if you are feeling exhausted, yeah. you still wow. need to be up for it. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that, that was a key uh, lesson for me. Um, and, and I was very fortunate to get that piece of advice um, very, very early in my in my Marriott career. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, I've kept that with me for forever. You know, I think it's a, a really valuable piece of advice. And I always think about that when I'm tired and, and exhausted mm-hmm. in the morning. So, and I tell myself, today's a discipline day. Oh, yes, you know? it is. And some days I don't need it. Fortunately, more, more days than most is a motivation day. Like, I really enjoy what I do. But you always have those days when you need a discipline day. And it's mm. like, you know what? We have to go today and we have to get it done. Yes, and we do. That's how it is. And you'll have those days as students, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, you set such a great example, obviously, here at DCT, we always say, you know, you're training the future leaders of this tourism industry that is so big in Dubai. And it's just great as an example. So thank you very much for that. Thanks for spotting it. <laughs> so, you know, being a leader, you are a leader. I see you as a leader. You've obviously worked with a lot of individuals or teams. So could you share an experience, whether good or bad, that really stands out for you while you were working in a team? Oh, wow. Um, so first of all, I, I love being in a team. I mean, I, I, I really don't believe that you can accomplish much alone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I thrive and, and love being around teams. Um, and I think it's the realization that um, you're only a sum of your parts yeah. um, that, that will get you to somewhere successful. And you cannot profess to know anything and everything, but there will be someone who knows or someone who can, who can learn, who will help that business or that team move forward. Um, and someone who's prepared to pick it up, uh, study, learn it and, and get it done. Um, so I've had tons of those examples. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, usually when, um, the odds are stacked against you, um, and, and over the years, particularly in, in this region, we've had, many challenges when the odds have been stacked against us and someone from the team just comes through right Mm -hmm. um and and it's those nice surprises that that i love the most so apart from your career a lot of us are aware that you are uh indeed a fitness enthusiast so a lot of us are interested to exercise but tend to be demotivated easily and do you have any advice or tips on how maybe we can combat that I, I look, it goes back exactly to the same thing, right? Exactly. Motivation and yeah. discipline. You'll hear this from me over and over again, which is why I say it was the one of the best pieces of advice I was given mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. I diarize it. Actually, I'm fortunate enough to have someone who tells me what I need to do. Okay, so yeah. that gentleman, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy. He puts it in a diary for me. 
And because I told you I'm a sunrise person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to get up when it's dark mm-hmm. and I have to get it done. Um, so I get up when it's dark, I get it done. And then that frees up my time to be here um, because I know that I'll not get it done in the evening mm-hmm. because I'm not a sunset person, person. right? <laughs> so once you know those things about yourself mm-hmm. and you accept that there will be days when you really want to go for a run mm-hmm. and days when you have to go for a run, then that's motivation and discipline. And then you accept that you have to put it in your diary mm-hmm then you get it done. Um, and when you want to get it done, you will find the time to get it done. Prioritizing. So, yeah. Look, the, you, you could. there could be a day when when you have a ton of, of priorities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Mm-hmm. And, and there may be days when it will slip by. Um, but you have to get into the discipline of, of getting those things done. No, there's a lot of hours in a day. It's now making me feel that I have done. to run. A lot of emphasis on the word. It's now or never, Jasmine. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't remind me. <laughs> it could look. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be fitness, right? If you've decided that you sure. want to invest time in in reading, mm-hmm. or you want to invest time in meditating, mm-hmm. and that's what gives you energy, then it's you choosing what what gives you your energy and what you're investing that time in. Um, it could be fitness. But, you know, it could be a lot of people say that yoga is not fitness, right? I would disagree. Yeah, I, agree. I, I, I would also I disagree well. in saying that investing time in, in peacefulness and meditation and reading is, is just as good an investment mm-hmm. if that's what works for you, mm-hmm. right? Because we're all different. Mm-hmm. So if, it, if it, that's what works for you, then diarize that time and invest in it yeah. because it will make you just as effective in what you're doing in the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Why do I do it? It gives me energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, that's why I do it. It gives me the energy to to do the next nine hours at work. Mm-hmm. That's how I get my fuel. You know? So what well, you have to know what gives you your energy. You have to explore those things. Now you've heard it. Anyone that's listening right now that's a student, you heard it from Jeff himself. You need to you need to just get up and do it. <laughs> it's now or never. Exactly. <laughs> I have another question. So when I viewed your LinkedIn profile, the first thing that my, that caught my eye was the word cloud of things that describe you as a person, as well as things that you value, especially like uh, passion, courage, or friendship. So how did you realize that those words resonated with you? Ah, it's a great question. So I didn't make that word cloud. Oh. That word cloud um, came from um, assessments that, that people do on me. No. So there are a, a number of feedback tools that you, okay. that you take um, throughout your leadership journey. Um, and one of those feedback tools is a, is a 360 degree feedback. feedback. Mm-hmm. And there are free text spaces in those feedback where people type words about you, mm-hmm. positive, negative, whatever they may be. And that word cloud is words that people have said that, that, that then the report forms a word cloud, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you get enough people participating in a 360 degree review of you, um, the report will generate a word cloud and, and produce that, that image that you, that you see. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what people think of me. <laughs> but as a last question to wrap us up, we know that 
tourism and hospitality sector has been affected by the current pandemic. What advice would you like to give to anyone looking into starting their own career in those industry industries at this time? Um, look, one thing we do know is that our industry is not going anywhere. Um, there are huge benefits from travel. People love to travel. People like to interact with each other. So our industry will be around for a long, long time. And if, as we said earlier, you have established that you like to be around people, that you get energy from people, and you've established that, you know that about yourself, then there would be no rational reason why you wouldn't choose to work in our industry, right? I mean, the tourism, hospitality, retail events, culinary industries are, as I said, no, they're relying on people. So it's not just about choosing, oh, you know, shall I get a, a degree in business or shall I get a degree in engineering? It's about figuring out, do I want to be on my own when I work? Do I want to be around people when I work? How do I get my energy? And once you establish that, then, you know, I think something like tourism, hospitality, events, retail, that's a no-brainer, you know? Um, it's, it's not about the, the discipline per se. It's about you as an individual and how you get your energy and how you thrive. That's it for this week's episode of All Aboard with DCT. I would like to thank Jeff for being here with us. And please don't forget to check us out on our socials at Dubai College of Tourism. See you at our next episode.